I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. I love books, and I love the idea of making sure that books get in the hands of children in our communities. And so I just think it's so exciting to share the details of the Book It 5K fundraiser and party at the park. And its goal is to raise money for programs that support literacy and the love of books for kids. It's happening August 13th. And we're joined by two famous authors, Jennifer Jenkins. She's also the executive director of Writers Cube. That's a nonprofit that created Teen Author Boot Camp and the book drop and book it. We'll hear more about that. And another incredible author, Sarah B. Larson. You guys, thanks for being such phenomenal writers and joining us today. Thank you so much. Jen, tell us a bit about the Book at 5K, its goal, and what's happening in August. Yeah, so our nonprofit has been working for the last 12 years to support our community. Um, we foster young readers and writers, and and um, our new mission has been really focused on bringing books to children from Title I schools. Statistics are sobering about the the direct correlation between books in the home and um, literacy and success later on in life. And what uh, what we're finding and, and what our research has shown is that the average American household, middle income household, has about 13 books per age appropriate books per child. But in in low uh, low poverty or um, um, poorer neighborhoods and poorer households, they, the average book count is one book for every 300 households. And, um, and, and we see a direct correlation in our society of how, how um, success is linked to literacy. And so the, the initiative that we've been working for the last year and a half or so on is called Book Drop. And this program brings free books and author visits to Title I schools. And so this event in August on the 13th uh, is all about um, fundraising to, to help us, you know, achieve that goal. And, and as you even give those statistics to show the difference, you can envision a child, and if you're saying an average home has 13 books, envision a child mm-hmm. sitting somewhere quietly and pulling down his or her titles or covers that capture his or her attention in, in their downtime at home and being exposed to the basic, right, right? ideas of storytelling and, and story flow and images and creativity and imagination, all the things that the literature, and then to think about hundreds of households in a neighborhood or a community that doesn't have uh, access to those books, that those children don't have within arm's reach. So I think that is absolutely beautiful. What your goal is, is to bring it to Title I schools. Sarah, talk to us a little bit about what captured your attention about being a part of the book drop and the book at 5K. Yeah, so I, you know, Jen approached me about this and I just want to jump in with both feet because I can't even imagine. I mean, can you imagine having grown up and having no access to books? I had a huge library available to me in my home. I was able to go to the library. Our schools had libraries. 
Um, and in Title I schools, oftentimes they don't even have libraries. They don't have access anywhere in their life. And stories were such a huge part of my growing up experience. I mean, I'm an author. I've written my whole life. I've read books my whole life. And just the idea and the thought of these kids having no access to these stories just broke my heart. And I wanted to do anything I could to help. And so when Jen approached me and asked if I wanted to help run this 5K, literally and figuratively, um, <laughs> I, I, I jumped on board because, um, you know, I want to do what I can to help and I want to be involved and I want to be able to get books into the hands of these children. And when you hear those sobering statistics and you look at the causation that you can track between having access to books and outcomes with mental health, emotional stability, um, all sorts of figures that you can look at that show you how important it is to have access to literature as you're growing up. I want to do whatever we can to get more books into the hands of these kids. And so we're just really hoping that we can get a lot of interest and excitement for this event and have a lot of registrations and people coming out to have a great time. It's going to be so much fun. And you don't have to run it. You can walk it. You can meet us at the finish line if you really just don't even want to walk three miles. But we just want people there and celebrating books and literature and a beautiful summer morning and then hopefully raise a lot of money so that we can get these books into the hands of children who need them. Now, Sarah, uh, you know, it's interesting because I think sometimes parents will often recognize um, a book series before they'll recognize uh, or remember the author's name. But I want you to be thinking about the book series Defy. Um, and, you know, and I would just say in my humble world of reading, uh, that is where your name starts to <laughs> become pretty famous oh. as the author <laughs> of the Defy trilogy. And so if your kids have been reading books like Defy or Ignite and Endure, right? That's one, two, and yep. three. Um, yep. This is who we're talking about. So, Sarah, did you have lots of books in your home? And is that what you trace to kind of inspiring that creative step to become a writer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I grew up surrounded by books. My mom was a big reader. I mean, she literally had these huge floor-to-ceiling, like, freestanding bookshelves that were just packed full of books. And then I had my own books that she'd buy me that were age-appropriate. I even would go have sleepovers with my Swedish grandmother, and um, she would take, when we'd have our turn, we'd get to go to the mall, and my sisters would go buy a shirt or some shoes, and I'd go to the bookstore, and she'd buy me books. And I just, I loved reading. And I think it's because I was surrounded by books. And, you know, when I went through hard times as a kid, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, kids were kind of mean to me in school. I had books that I could turn to. And I would, you know, find myself in those stories and, and find an escape even from the hard things in life. And it made me want to write stories. It made me want to be involved in literature. And I just think it is so integral for children to have access to books. And it can really save them. I mean, I really do think that that's what kept me from maybe turning down other paths to deal with the hurt that I had from the way I was treated at school. Well, and I hate to hear about that, uh, uh, any child, even a successful, who becomes a successful author of a of, of child facing such difficulties in school, but that occurs over and over again. So you might have children that not only face difficult experiences in the schoolyard, but then when they return home, they're returning to a home that has a lot of other challenges with it, with, with oh, poverty, which absolutely. come with right, the socioeconomic um, situation there. And books are 
not only an escape and a friendship, but they also show you a different way of life. Absolutely. Like you start to go, oh, yeah. you mean you can do this and this exists in the world? If not, you're only seeing what's within the walls or the hallways around you. Now, I also should reintroduce to you Jennifer Jenkins, who's joining us today, the author of Unnecessary Madness, Teen Writer's Guide, uh, Your Roadmap to Writing, and The Nameless Trilogy. She's also the co-founder of the Teen Author Boot Camp, which has been, to me, such an extraordinary resource for budding writers and authors in our state. In fact, it's attracted kids from other states. And I don't remember, when was the first Teen Author Boot Camp, Jen? Our year was 2010, I believe. I know we founded 2009, but yeah, 2010. So we've been going 12 years strong and uh, it's, it's been, it's been a labor of love, but definitely a labor, Yes. (laughs) Uh, but you know, you, you only have to attend one of these events once to realize, okay, I understand why they, why they do what they do because these teens are so, um, they're so important. And, and I feel like there are so many programs out there that support um, extracurricular activities that outside of the creative fields, um, like football camps and dance camps and different things like that. So having Teen Author Boot Camp provides a, a community for these teens who love books, who love reading, and even those teens who might like reading and they come to the, they come to our camp and they are, um, they leave writers. And that's, that's really exciting for, for me to see. It's been fun to see over the years, our teens go on to to publish books of their own to to win sterling scholarships to become sterling scholars in english and to to win scholarships and 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 other you know write awesome college essays uh and admission essays and things like that so it's 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 really been a joy and a pleasure to be able to to be a part of this organization that's trying to do some good in our community and i think what sarah said um, having books surrounded in your home and having um, parents and, and adults in their lives that, that showed them through their actions that books were important. Um, going back to statistics, that is one of the biggest indicators of whether children will read is if they see their parents reading or if they see their parents making an effort to show that, that, that books are important. And so I think events like Book It, which our slogan is Run, Walk, crawl, slither, or fly <laughs> to raise money <laughs> for programs that support literacy and a love of books for kids. Book It is a great way to to show and demonstrate to your children how important reading is to you and um, and really instill that, that awesome uh, value in your kids. But, there was something and- also that Sarah said that talked about um, the emotional outlet that writing provides. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, this is the mother hat that I'm going to put on for just a second. Um, when teens are going through what they go through, that boiling, it's like having all your emotions on high boil, rolling between those ages of 13, 14, 15, right? 16 and 17. When you teach them, here is a way to take those emotions, add your dreams 
dreams, add your creativity and your imagination, and then express it in writing, whether it's for books or for film or whatever. Because I do know that your teen author boot camp has not only have classes on how to write, but also screenplays and things like that. So it kind Mm -hmm. of incorporates that. And then there is a vehicle, there's a way for them to take what's within them and and see that there is a place to share their personal stories. So I just think that is also so powerful. You know, and for me as an author, it's interesting how as I've gone through my life and I've written stories and I've journaled and I've, you know, used writing in different ways, even the stories that are published have often come from deeply personal um, hurts or issues that I've had to deal with. And I dealt with it through writing. The Defy series came from um, dealing with the tragedy of my cousin's husband dying from cancer. That's literally where the first glimmers of that story came from, was dealing with grief and how do you move forward from that. And my most recent duology, Sisters of Shadow and Light, I wanted to showcase the bond between sisters because I'm the oldest of five girls. And, um, you know, you can take things in your life and put it into words and work through, and it can become therapeutic. And that's one thing that Jen and I are actually working on is creating an initiative um, where we can take some of these funds and go into older schools um, the book, it tends to focus on elementary schools and maybe even some middle schools, but high school is a totally different beast, right? Um, and so we want to go into high schools, too, and we want to make a difference for these teenagers. Like you said, they're dealing with hard things, and if you can get them to learn how to write and use writing as an outlet to help them manage their emotions and, and kind of work through all these difficult things in their lives. And as you mentioned earlier, you know, yes, I had some kids that were mean to me, but I got to come home to a very, you know, loving home. I had access to books. I, you know, I was very blessed that way. And so if you compound having a difficult time at school and then going home to maybe a broken home or a very difficult home life, that just makes it even worse. So if we can go into these high schools and not only give these kids books and have an author come visit with them, we also want to create an initiative where the author comes back and we teach them how to write and we teach them how to take what they're dealing with and put it into words, whether it's through story or fiction or journaling, whatever it might be. We just want to make an impact. We want to make a difference. We want to bring literature and writing to these kids and help give them hope and give them a way to to see that there is maybe a different route in their life. If they're not seeing it from their parents, if they're not seeing it in their home, if they don't have access to books in their home, maybe we can make a difference by coming into their schools and being authors that care about them and show that we care about them and, and we want to help and, and give them a different way, if that makes sense. And so... That's another aspect of what we're trying to do with this race is to raise funds so that we can start um, moving that initiative forward as well. I love that. And for those who have just tuned in and you're hearing about this and that resonates with you, in order to bring these books, in order to bring these authors to these schools, we need to fundraise, right? <laughs> I'm also part yeah, of it. Right. We, we absolutely need that support. And what a fun way to do it. That was Sarah B. Larson. She's the author of many books. And we also have on the line with us today, Jen Jenkins or Jennifer Jenkins, who's the author not only of many successful books, um, also the co-founder of Teen Author Bootcamp. And are you still teaching writing at UVU, Jennifer? I do. I teach two sections of of creative writing um, and novel writing at UVU um, for their community education department. I want to but, talk about, yeah. can we talk about the party for a bit? Um, Jen, yeah, okay, let's so do. It's a book at 5K and party. We mentioned that it's August 13th. I don't know if we mentioned it's in Provo. So let's, let's, let's talk. Okay, specifics. You register where and what's going to happen. Let's start with you first, Jen. <laughs> okay, so if you go to teen author boot count, 
sorry, wow, I, I said that weird, so I'm going to repeat it. Teenauthorbootcamp.com. Um, you'll see a, a, a link, a graphic for Book It there, or you can do backslash Book It, and it will get you to the right place. But, yeah, come to our website. And you will see that we, this is going to be a party. It's going to be a 5K that starts at 9 a.m. So we'll encourage people to come early. And um, after they register, they'll get an email that has some good information for them. But uh, the, the race will begin at 9. And it's just a 5K, so it's, it's going to be done pretty quickly. But we will have a stage with music. We have live music coming. We have some food vendors. We'll have raffles. We'll have authors there that'll let Sarah talk a little bit more about that. We'll have a silent auction, um, and we have items donated by DoTerra and LitJoy Crate and Waffle Love and and so many other local sponsors who have been fantastic um, to support this organization. And the best part is that Larry H. Miller Charities will match. Every, all of the funds that we raise this on on this day. So if you pay the twenty five dollar registration to run the race, that's the cost for ages twelve and up. Um, then you're actually donating fifty dollars to our cause instead of that twenty five. Um, Sarah, do you want to tell a little bit more about um, who is coming and how we're doing authors and and whatnot? Tyler Whitesides, all of it. Yeah, so we have a bunch of authors that are going to be involved in this race. I am forcing them to put down their computers and put take off their pajamas. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll show up in their pajamas. I can't guarantee that. But um, I'm forcing them to come walk around this, this course with me. <laughs> I think Ben asked me to be in charge of this because she knows I'm really athletic and I like hiking and running and exercising. She's like, okay, we're going to make you do this because then you can rope people into this with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, so I've got, um, yep, I've got New York Times bestselling author Catherine Purdy is going to be coming, um, Amazon bestselling author Charlie Holmberg is going to be coming, um, a local celebrity author uh, Frank Cole is going to be coming, um, Dustin um, Hansen is going to be coming, I mean the list is pretty long, there's going to be a lot of amazing authors there, um, Emily R. King is coming, I have a couple others that are trying to make it work, so I can't announce them yet, but one of them is a award-winning, best-selling, amazing author. So we're hoping he can make it work. Um, it's going to be really fun for people who do love to read and who love books that all these authors are going to be there involved in the race. They'll get to see them in a different environment than they're used to. It's not going to be your normal, we're at a bookstore doing a Q&A. You know, we're going to be outside. Um, some of them may or may not be in costume. I don't know for sure. Probably Tyler Whitesides will be in costume because he always is. Um, Tyler Whitesides, I will just, I will give a hint and not give anything away, too much away, that I know that his costume is 14 feet long. Um, (laughs) There you go. Tyler, Tyler will be helping Sarah um, emcee this event and there will be comedy sketches and there will be tents for kids to do activities. Um, and then with our author signing, we're we're actually going to have a little passport that even if you don't buy a book from each of these authors, you you if you go and get your passport stamped at each one of these author signing tables, we'll ha- we'll add you to a raffle for just tons of fun prizes local donated by local businesses. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, and did we tell you where it is? 
I don't know if we I think did. we just mentioned but Provo, Paul, but let, yeah, tell us the location yes. specifically. So it's at Paul Reams Wilderness Park. It is close to Independence High, and it's on the east side of the freeway, and just this really cute remote park that you have to cross a bridge to go over a river to, and it it, it sits right along the Provo River, and there's large trees there's there's a huge pavilion and and playground but it's it's kind of like a little island I want to um, say it's right off like, of I-15, east of I-15, north of Center Street yes. in Provo. Mm-hmm. You got it. Paul Reams Wilderness Park in Provo. The mm-hmm. run will start at 9. We still have about five minutes together, but I just want to make sure that we have that. So August 13th, I want you to put that on the calendar. The run will start at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And of course, as any, almost all of us can slither, fly or be, you know, supported, crawl, or be pushed into chair, whatever it may be. Uh, So we want to make sure everyone's registering. And then you're going to have a chance to introduce yourself and your kids to incredible authors. And what I have loved about the Teen Author Boot Camp is what you've done is you've taken authors like, uh, well, like Jen and Sarah and, and that we're talking to right now and Shannon Hale and Brandon Mull and others, and you've brought them into the lives of kids. They get to meet need their heroes who have created these stories that captured their world. So you're going to have, uh, you know, a number of these authors to mix around with the kids. And you said Tyler Whiteside, though, might not be recognizable because he'll be, and did you say a 14-foot costume? (laughs) (laughs) And yes, this is the Tyler Whitesides we're talking about from the popular Janitors book series. Yes. And it it is a two-person costume, so you might not recognize his companion either, but but uh, we are doing prizes for best costume, best runtime, and really who is having the most fun. So it, it's, it is definitely yeah, so an event for mention. the whole family. Yeah, that's another thing to mention, too, is that um, we are having that costume contest. So we are asking if, if families or children or teens, if they're willing, want to dress up like their favorite book characters or movie characters, yeah, there will be prizes for best costume. And if you have the competitive streak and you actually like to run, there will be a prize for, you know, the winner of the race. Um, And I have told people, like, look, if you do not, if you just absolutely do not want to walk, crawl, slither, or fly 3.1 miles, you can still pay for the registration and meet us at the finish line and and be there for the party because this is a fundraiser. It's not about the race medal of finishing the race like a lot of other 5Ks. Obviously, we want you to run the race. It'll be really fun to be out there. Us authors are going to be out there puffing and puffing beside you. But if you just absolutely don't want to do that, but you want to be involved and you want to help, you can register for the race and just meet us at the finish line and be there for the party. I mean, we just want you to come and have fun with us and celebrate and, you know, get your passport stamps. You can be in the raffle, all the great things, and help us raise money to help these kids that are in need. All right. I got to ask, are there going to be any books on sale there? Yes. Yes. All of our authors that are participating will, we will have a tent that has TABC swag, lot of, lots of bookish fun things. And then we will also have a bookstore there for them as well. Oh, good. Because as being a, a book, and I don't want to say nerd mom, but I will. I'm the one without, you know, that when it was midnight, new books were being released uh, by their favorite authors. I was the one bringing my kids to the store at midnight, right? Or anytime a school would have a book fair, like, woohoo, we get to go to the book fair. So what an extraordinary event that has been created. Again, you can get all the info about the Book at 5K fundraiser and 
Party at the Park in Provo. Um, it's online at teenauthorbootcamp.com. That's teenauthorbootcamp.com. Just look right on the front page. Scroll on down. You'll see August 13th, the Book at 5K fundraiser and Party at the Park. And um, they can register right there on eventbrite.com. I'm just saying, if you're a serious runner, you might as well have a, maybe a backpack full of books that you run with. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so the rest yeah. of us can keep up with Even you. Even the playing field. <laughs> oh, that don't sounds worry. like a really I'm, good idea. I'm roping in. I'm roping in some of my fitness friends. I'm saying, you're coming. And you're going to bring your kids, and we're going to make this a party, and you're going to buy them some books, and it's going to be awesome. So that's the plan. <laughs> Absolutely. And so since the race starts at 9 a.m., uh, you're expecting people to maybe arrive about 845. Is there an official check-in point or numbers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have we'll have a check-in point. Um, parking is a little bit limited, and we will have some food trucks and things in the parking lot. So we have a backup parking lot Um that is Independence High School, which is right next door. So so you will be able to park overflow right there. And I would say plan to get there about 840 so that you have plenty of time to check in and get your buff and, and uh, be totally ready to run this race. And, it, and it's all going to happen at Paul Reams Wilderness Park. I've been at that park. I've been near that park. I just forgot the name. The Paul Reams Wilderness Park at about 500 <laughs> North in Provo, east of I-15, north of Center Street, right off that kind of frontage road that runs up and down, um, uh, right off that the freeway and highway exit. The Book at 5K fundraiser and party at the park. And your kids are going to be excited to meet Jennifer Jenkins and Sarah B. Larson, two authors that they no doubt have read and adored as well. Thank you so much for joining us and for creating not only the Teen Author Boot Camp to keep uh, the creative writing uh, inspiration going for young kids, but also evolving into the book drop to bring books to Title I schools, to bring authors uh, to these schools, to bring books to kids' homes. It's just terrific. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.